Hello, I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another review podcast for you of an interesting show, actually. It is the Blu-ray release of Ultra Q. Yes, I had never heard of it either. Um, growing up in Atlanta, used to watch a lot of TBS before it was TBS. It was a superstation uh, owned by Ted Turner. Uh, TBS stands for Turner Broadcasting. Before cable came around, you could only pick it up in Atlanta. And they showed a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows they imported. That was where we got Space 1999 and UFO. That's where we got Ultraman. But they never showed us Ultra Q. So this month... Uh, Mill Creek had picked up the rights to all of the Ultraman shows and movies over the course of these decades. Uh, matter of fact, Ultraman is in the Guinness Book of World Records for that which has the most spinoffs. They're literally still making Ultraman movies and TV shows. But anyway, um, kaiju stuff... Uh, Kaiju, meaning giant monsters, things like Godzilla and Gamera, were all the rage in Japan from the time that Godzilla premiered in 1954 up until the mid-60s. And the TV network wanted to capitalize on that popularity by bringing them to the small screen. They talked to Ichi Tsuburaya, who was the lead special effects guy on Godzilla and the other Toho movies that were produced before this, and... He came up with the idea of a show. It plays like an Outer Limits, Twilight Zone kind of thing about an investigative team that checks out strange phenomena ranging from giant monsters to supernatural threats. At least that's the line for the show. It ran from 1966 to 1967. Um, It was the most expensive TV show ever produced in Japan up to that time. They spent a lot of money on this show. Shot it on 35mm film. They used the same prop houses and same props that they used for the big movies like Godzilla. Matter of fact, one of the first monsters is a Godzilla suit retasked and adjusted for <laughs> to become a different monster. Um, so I had never seen this. And since they were putting out Ultraman and Ultra Q at the same time, and the spines read, well, Ultra Q has spine one and Ultraman is spine two, I figured, well, not only would my OCD be happy, but I'd kind of like to see where Ultraman came from. Since this was a different kind of show, it, it's almost a precursor to things like The X-Files. This team investigates weird things that happen. In the very first episode, they're digging a tunnel for a Japanese expressway, and they run into another tunnel, and there's a giant monster in that tunnel. So they're only 25 minutes long. They're shot on 35mm film, and they were scanned from the original 35mm film for these new Blu-rays that just came out. And it looks even better than Ultraman. It really looks great. Um, Obviously, the special effects for the time, we're talking mid-60s here, um, everything does look like a model and big rubber feet stamping on them and all that, but if you like that kind of thing and the cheesy value that it brings to entertainment, uh, you're really going to like this show. It's produced uh, pretty much seriously. Uh, The the three team members um, go from episode to episode and different things happen. I've only watched the first few episodes so far. I can't wait to watch the whole series. There are 28 episodes spread across four discs on this Blu-ray set that you can get in a digipack or for a little bit more money you can get in a steelbook. Yeah, that's what I got. And both come with a booklet that describe the episodes, uh, some of the background, the special effects, the different monsters. 
And during the course of the show, it turns out that the TV network wanted more monsters and less, you know, psychic phenomena or strange phenomena. So it did become kind of an Ultraman-ish show without Ultraman. Funny that Ultraman premiered two weeks later. They were filming these things almost at the same time. Ultraman was the first show in color. So anyway, like I said, it's black and white. It's 35 millimeter film. And if you're interested in seeing where the Ultraman thing started, check out Ultra Q. Both Ultra Q and Ultraman, these new disc sets that were released, they're about 20, 25 bucks. They're really not expensive for what they are. Um, and, and they both look really good in high def, especially Ultra Q. It really looks like a film. It, it has the boxes, uh, the bars on the sides because it's 1.33 to 1, which is the normal standard TV ratio for that period of time. But the film elements are in good shape, and because it was filmed on film, it's scanned to high def and looks really good. Um, it's a mono soundtrack, but it's clear. It is in the original Japanese language. You can turn the subtitles on and off if you speak Japanese. You don't need the subtitles, obviously. Uh, but there's no real extras on it. Also comes with a digital copy you can unlock for a new service called Movie Spree. And if you haven't checked out this service, I assume it's owned by Mill Creek because it has all of their movies and all their TV shows on it. But moviespree.com is free to join. And there's a lot of free content, TV shows and movies, to watch on there. And then if you buy these things, it unlocks your ability to watch these on that as well, on any smartphone, tablet, TV, anywhere you can pull up Movie Spree. Um, and as a sign-up bonus, matter of fact, I'll have to put a link on here somewhere, you can get 100 free movies for signing up. All of this for free. So... If you want to see where Ultraman came from, if you're interested in black and white shows from the mid-60s, it was really well produced. They, they did take it seriously and put some good production values into it. It's basically a Monster of the Week kind of show with the Godzilla type of action going on at the end. Uh, second episode featured two monsters fighting each other. Um, well, that, that kind of happened in the first one, too. Yeah, the first one had two monsters. The second one has a different ending. It actually doesn't end in a fight. It's, I don't want to give anything away, but check it out if you're interested. Like I said, the cost is nothing. It, it, it's very minimal cost, and it's definitely um, very interesting to see where all of this started, with the brainchild of uh, Subaraya. I, I think I'm going to enjoy Ultraman more just because I'm familiar with Ultraman, but each episode's very different in Ultra Q. I recommend it if you're into this kind of thing. I'm Scott Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do so on Podbean, where they originate. You can also subscribe to them in your iPhone on the podcast app. Just look up Rockfile. Or on iTunes or Google Play. And, well, they were posting on YouTube. I have to find out why the latest ones are not up on YouTube yet. That might be a technical glitch with Podbean, but that's up to me and not you. Anyway, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this short podcast review of Ultra Q, and thank you very much for listening. <laughs>